unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book. Hello again, everyone. This is Mark Stenson, and you've joined our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. This is the podcast where we talk to creative talent and experts from all over the world to talk about inspirational thinking, experience, and tools and exercises to organize our ideas, and of course, to make connections and create the opportunities to get our work out into the world. But you know what? We as creative people also need to take a more proactive stance to protect our work, protect our business, and sometimes even protect our identities. You know, we need to be mindful of some business and legal aspects. And so I ask an expert in that area to talk with us. And so our virtual around the world trip to talk about creativity takes us to San Antonio, Texas today, and our guest, Jane Lehman. Jane, glad to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Jane, you are with Legal Shield. You're a business solutions specialist. You're a small business specialist and really work with businesses on some of these legal issues, but also set up a system, you know, program. Tell us a little bit about how Legal Shield works for the small business person. Okay, well, that's a great question, Mark. First of all, I want to make it really clear I am not a lawyer. And that is why I have Legal Shield. After having been a professional musician, I played the French horn for, for 30 years professionally. I, and I switched gears completely. I had lived in Europe, came home, and I'd always had that kind of legal protection in Europe. It, it started in Germany 100 years ago. And I learned about the company, got involved there, and suddenly I realized that not just in music industry, but all, just about every industry, we need that backing. We're not thinking in the terms of legal at all. We're thinking about, about our next production, our next concert, you know, whatever it is that we're doing, uh, the next piece of art I'm going to produce or whatever. But there are legalities to all of these things. And it really is meaningful to me to work with the small business owner rather than thinking of them as the creative artists that they are. I have to see it in the terms of, of small business and help them get attached just like I did to these services that are so vital to their business and their lives. And I think about some of the contracts or the other legal scenarios where we creative people and creative businesses and small businesses with entrepreneurs producing creative work, the kinds of things we're often faced with. Your service really helps address those concerns, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Legal Shield has been around now for 49 years. And just take it from the, let's start at the elementary level, if you will, for just an individual or family to have those issues, such as having your will prepared, having documents and contracts looked over before you ever sign anything. And I noticed when I returned from living in Europe, I noticed really clearly that Americans, as I call it, go belly up. They will go belly up and pay for things that are they were wrongly charged for, that they feel they were mistreated. It's easier simply to pay things than to get a lawyer involved because it's often far too expensive to hire that attorney. And Legal Shield makes it affordable for us to use the phone. So it's a peace of mind 
that allowed me to, that, that relaxes a whole nother area of your life that you can put more into your creativity once again, because you've got these little things taken care of. And it, it really changed the way I think about just about everything in life. Yeah. And I think sometimes we creative people maybe are contract averse or we say, well, I'm sure a handshake will be fine. You know, there's not that much uh, at stake, mm -hmm. but I, I think about contracts. I think about leases. I think about subcontractors and hiring people as part of your team. How do those things factor in a small business thinking about legal services? You know, there was a day, remember, when we really could do things on a handshake. In fact, I'll go as far, Mark, to say you just reminded me when I lived in Germany over those 25 years, never once did I actually have to sign a contract for a gig, if you will. Of course, for my permanent job where I, I worked for a radio orchestra, of course, there were contracts involved there. But say another orchestra called me to come play at a church over the weekend. I never saw a written contract. Those were handshake deals, if you will. And they were held through every single time. In America, it's a whole lot different. People don't take that word of word of mouth contract, uh, although it does exist, it really, in a court of law, there, it's still, it is a viable way of doing business, but just not like it once was, as you and I both know. You've got to have that piece of paper there. You've got to have it reviewed. If, if someone's handing you a contract to, to sign, someone else's attorney wrote it. <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense to have your own attorney look it over? Because there's too much in these contracts that we don't understand. And it is important. You're absolutely correct. It's like, if you're given a contract, somebody is saying, what if something goes wrong? At least that's how I always thought about it. You know, you right. like to go in, hey, this project's going to be fantastic. I got mm -hmm. a great assignment. And then there's what we always call the fine print, right? Right. <laughs> but, but there is that what if situation. Well, you know, what if there's a leak? What if there's a break? What if somebody doesn't show? What if you don't get paid? you know, who, who's going to pay for what? So it really does make sense to look through that, doesn't it? We always used to say, uh, and, and where a contract is concerned, that the bold print giveth and the small print taketh away. <laughs> and it is there. They're both there. You know, something as simple, it, this doesn't have to do with a musician's contract or an artist or whatever, but buying a car. I have seen so many cases where people have asked to have that contract reviewed. And it turns out that there were anywhere from five to $1,500 of hidden fees that they didn't know about because mm. we don't know how to read contracts. We like to think we can because we're smart and we know how to read, but we're not lawyers. And there's a reason for that. So I, I just as an example, I know a woman who on a Saturday morning, she goes, I know the law firm's not open, but she went to pick up a new car and they brought the contract to her. And she said, do you mind if I borrow your fax machine? I'd like to send this over to my lawyer to look at. She said they took that contract away and came back a few minutes later. They had slashed a thousand dollars off the price. <laughs> what is that? She goes, hey, I haven't even shown this to my lawyer yet. What else are you hiding from me? Right. But we don't think of doing that. And I want to get that word out there to people. You do have that right. And when you're, for example, when you're buying a house or, or there are contracts where they say that this has to be signed within 24 hours, not when you have your lawyer involved. I thought that that was a, that you actually had to have it signed and back in that period, the time period. And I was freaking out one point. My lawyer said, now that I have it, they can't do a thing until wow. I've looked it over. It's like, oh, that was new. Why did I, why was I in my fifties when I learned that? Right. right? This is helpful now. <laughs> 
Yeah, because we we don't know what we don't know. Yes. And if you don't know your rights, you don't have any. And these are all little idioms, you know, what do you call them? Little sayings that are like, yes. it seems so easy, but they're true. They are true. If you don't know your rights, you don't have any. And yeah. I wonder, you know, some people think uh, every time you bring the word legal or lawyer or contract to the discussion, that that's how somehow taints the personal relationship as if, oh, well, wow. let's say I'm trying to hire a subcontractor. Well, don't you trust me? Now you have to get me to sign a paper. How, how does one overcome that sense that this paperwork is coming between us? Uh, I'm sorry, but there are things that can go wrong and it's to bring clarity and it's not one person against another. It's more than anything, it's bringing us together. It's showing that you and I have agreed to these terms so that we're both clear on it. Your job is to do this. My job is to do this. We are going to do it here at this time. So there's nothing, nothing missing. And of course, mm -hmm. contracts, there are loopholes, there are all kinds of things, but in, I'm talking very generally right now. We want clarity in what we're doing. Why would we not have that on paper, especially in this day and age with technology and everything moving as quickly as it does? Everything comes at us so fast nowadays, it's not going to get any slower unless we slow it down ourselves. And I personally like knowing that when I'm doing business, say you and I are doing business, that you and I are both on the same track. You have your perspective, your perspective of what was said, and so do I, and not we don't always meet eye to eye. So it's a good thing to put it on paper and go, oh, wait a minute. I thought you were bringing this on that day. And yes. right? It's just about clarity. It's not about trust or not trust. When that is such a good perspective. I think that would take the heat off of that. What do you don't trust me? Why do we need a contract? Well, we need clarity. Like the right? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I think about the friendships that have been affected by misunderstandings. It's like, well, having a little bit of a heat pressure now, but at the other end, if something did happen, or the right. misunderstanding would really escalate, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's kind of, if you see heat, if you see something wrong in having that kind of clarity, then chances are you are headed for trouble in the, in the future. Mm -hmm. Because what you saw and what I saw are two different things. I had a, a friend out in California who'd never used his legal services. He had legal shield as a legal service, but those legal, he didn't know, he didn't have anything legal, right? Until he was leaving an apartment and this gentleman's work was house cleaning. He left that apartment spotless, but they didn't give him back his deposit. And it was like a $900 deposit. Uh, they said they, they were withholding that for cleaning fees. And he said, wait a minute, I just left that apartment three times cleaner than I, you ever saw it. And so here you go, here you go in the back and forth discussion. And he suddenly realized, why am I arguing with them? Instead, he picked up the phone and talked to his attorney for the first time. And the next day, he said the landlord was standing at the door, holding his hands out with a check in his hands, the $900 going, get your lawyers off my back. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. that's the way it should be. Yeah, Didn't these are all it? very, you know, we think, uh, oh, we need these contracts in case some big catastrophic thing happens. But you're talking about this has happened to all of us every day. You know, we leave an yeah. apartment lease and we have this deposit discussion. 
uh, right. every single time, don't we? You know, as a mediator, I used to mediate. That's how I actually became involved at all with anything legal was I became a certified mediator. And almost every month up in Michigan where I was mediating, there was this gentleman, we used to call him the carpet guy. He was a landlord and he would bring in, we, we suddenly realized it was the same carpet sample he'd always bring in, that he was trying to prove that these people had <laughs> the soiled stain. the carpet. Yeah, until finally the judge said, isn't that the same carpet you brought last month? And uh, that just ridiculousness of it. So the, even there, there were contracts involved, but now you're into a different mess. But at least there was a contract that the tenant also had a, a recourse in having the ability to have that attorney look over what it actually said to show photo proof that his, you know, an apartment was left in a certain condition more and more nowadays. And we're lucky to have our cameras and the ability to film things that are going on. You notice, Mark, people are always filming injustices, right? Mm -hmm. We see it all over, but Legal Shield gives you in that palm of your hand an app that gives you access to justice. You have the ability, even 24 seven, if, if I'm being detained or questioned or arrested for anything, I'm gonna have an attorney on the phone. That's one of our Miranda rights. How many Americans, okay, you have the right to remain silent or you have the right to an attorney. Who has that at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock, Sunday morning, whatever. Who has that? Well, I do. And I know that I will use it if I ever need it. And for the most part, I actually showed it to a police officer once this 24 seven service, Illegal Shield is the only company in America that offers that. But I showed an officer, I said, look, if you saw something on my background and you want me stepping out of my vehicle, that makes us both uncomfortable. And his head's nodding. And I said, you know, right now, if, you, if that happened, I know I'm innocent, but you think I have a bench warrant out for my arrest? It's probably identity theft going on right now. I'd have a lawyer on the phone. So neither one of us has to be uncomfortable. And the cop looked at me and he goes, cool. <laughs> he likes that idea. Yes. That sounds nice. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, I would like that. You know, it's not, we see the extremes. And for some reason in America, we seem to believe that that's what everything, it's all the big extreme stuff. And most of it, 99% of it is not these extreme situations that we see. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a completely different scenario. And that's what happens to me when I talk to people about what I do with Legal Shield. They come up with these harebrained ideas these scenarios that are mind blowing, like, dude, you watch too many video games. Or, oh my gosh. <laughs> a lot of law and order. Like, yes. <laughs> Listeners, my guest is Jane Lehman of Legal Shield. Jane, you were talking about apps and you were talking about the speed of technology a minute ago. Can't help think, can't I just look this up on the internet and download a form? I mean, there's a form for everything on Google. What is the upside and downside of these kind of online legal forms? The forms, well, as I mentioned before, any form you have in your hand was written by an attorney somewhere, right? Wouldn't it make sense to have your own attorney look it over? Because mm -hmm. all of those forms, no matter where you get them, uh, they are not always necessarily the, the best written forms, and I won't name companies, but I've been told by several lawyers, particular companies, they will not even look at the forms because they're so poorly written. And yet mm -hmm. Americans believe that they can go online and get a free form and without ever having it reviewed by an actual attorney, they make an assumption that what they've got in their hands is just what they needed to start their business or whatever it was. And they never got that attorney involved. You know, and we all hate attorneys. And in fact, an attorney said this to me once. He said, I, I find that everybody hates attorneys until they need them. <laughs> and the bottom line is that we need them a whole lot more than we think we do. 
-hmm. And that's why Legal Shield exists to give people that ability. The owner, the founder of Legal Shield, but way this is, I'm talking 40 years ago, took one of his partners with him to court. He said, have you ever been in a courthouse? And the guy said, no, I haven't. So they went to the courthouse and simply sat there for the day and they watched what happened. They watched the guys that are, that are brought in because they're being held you know, and they're given their, on one side of the court, there are attorneys, these, these um, court appointed attorneys doing their pro bono work. And on the other side of the guys, they've never met. They get up in front of the judge for the first time with a, some lawyer they don't know who's not even reviewed the case. This is not justice. And this, the founder of Legal Shield, Harlan Stonecipher, looked at his friend and just said, do you see why these services are needed? Mm-hmm. And the guy said, oh my God, yes, I do. And that's where the company really started forming the different things that we do that no other company does because it's so important. Yeah. So it's a and peace of mind to have it. Well, and you mentioned going all the way back to the formation of the business. I don't know how many times I've been asked over my you know, entrepreneurial life. Somebody will ask me, oh, should I be an S Corp? Should I be an LLC? Can't I just be a sole proprietor? What, what difference does it make? And you're reminding me that from the very outset, these things could matter, couldn't they? Absolutely. Wouldn't it make sense to get on the phone and talk to an attorney about that before you ever, wouldn't you? That's the person you should be asking, a business attorney who knows the answers to those questions. So we have, a, we do, we have for, and I'm bringing this to more small business owners. We have a program called Launch by Legal Shield that helps a small business owner very affordably get their business set up. Attorneys will even file all those paperwork for you. We, we're trying to make it as easy on a new business as we can and help them walk through the, that, that whole maze of getting a business started. It's a progress. It's a work in progress. Legal Shield is constantly changing, upgrading, making new services. That's what businesses do. You know, you can get a, a $600 an hour tax attorney, but he doesn't do other areas of law. Legal Shield is giving us all areas of law. You have a dedicated law firm, meaning every state has its own provider law firm. I always call the same law firm and they will take it from there as to what I need, you know? And it's, it's a peace of mind knowing just like I have a dentist I would go to. Well, I know that I will always call my provider law firm here in the state of Texas and they will guide me from there. Well, I want to talk about other ways uh, that you help businesses, but let's land on this for a moment. If I have a small business, the listeners interested in finding out more about these services, where should we direct them? Oh, well, go to janelayman.com. Jane Layman, and it's J-A-N-E-L-E-H-M-A-N.com. And they would, that would take them to my website where they can also leave me a message. They can, you know, message me from there or whatever, or about it. We have different, absolutely, from starting with the home-based business, anybody working on a 1099, and that includes anyone in the network marketing industry that is selling product, for example. As soon as you sell something, you're a business. And they're not, they're not taking that very seriously, unfortunately. And then all the way up to, you know, someone that's a full CEO that, that would like to have uh, an attorney that he knows is going to get back with him within four hours, right? When you put a phone call into Legal Shield, you get a call back within four business hours. We know that business owners need answers to their questions. They're not guessing if the attorney is going to call them back. Now, you also coach uh, and work with uh, business owners uh, and you're a trainer in the John Maxwell team. Tell us a little bit about how that part of your consulting practice. So on the one hand, I guess we're protecting the business. And on the other, we're trying to organize it and grow it. 
Absolutely. I've been reading John Maxwell for many years, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, the 15 invaluable laws of growth, which I would recommend to anybody in any industry or not anywhere. I think every high school student should have to read this book, the 15 invaluable laws of growth. It's such a powerful book. So reading these books, at, we finally at one point had at a, at a convention, uh, we had John Maxwell as our keynote speaker. And just like seeing a live concert, seeing him speak live really made me realize, oh my gosh, why have I not become more attached to this man's, just his whole processes and mind thought. So I became a, a John Maxwell speaker, trainer, coach. I went to his uh, seminar and I think it's a very powerful team and I love working with, that's not something that I, I don't charge for that, right? I am not, that's not what I do, but I love the knowledge that I gained from John Maxwell and, and anything I can give to someone I'm working with, I am more than happy to do that. I guess you, you see the inner workings of an entrepreneur's life. The inside the business, the outside the business, you know, the yeah. the struggles and some of them are legal, some of them are something else. But you're really getting a firsthand account, aren't you? Front row seat into these oh. businesses. Oh, absolutely. And you see a whole lot. A lot of times you'll see more than the business owner. And I look at business owners now that I'm coming from the creative world into the business world, if you will. Uh, I see the business owner as the creator as well. They are creating in a different way, whether it's, you know, paint and wallpaper products or, you know, the latest widget or whatever they are, you know, it, it, and it could be someone who's working out of their home selling jewelry or makeup. It doesn't matter. They are creating things in their own way. And there has to be an order to that. And part of that is the all, we're back to that whole thing about the legalities of it. They just exist. There's nothing we can do about that. Mm -hmm. So why not get it all together so that you are freer in your mind? When your mind is freed up, you're much more able to create and grow your business in ways that you would like to. Makes yeah, sense. That's good. Thanks for sharing that insight. Well, Jane, we couldn't have this conversation uh, without talking about where you're living and working right now. Uh, this hill country of Texas is a real creative hotbed of artists and you know other creative community members. Tell us a little about the inspiration you personally get from living in an area with that kind of pulse. Wow, this is a hard one because <laughs> coming from the world of classical music where I was all those years, I played in the opera, I played in symphony, and now I'm in the hill country of Texas, which is very, very much country western and, you know, western swing. Um, it It's opened me to a whole new world and realizing that for all those years that I was so concentrated on my area, what I missed out, even in the world of pop, for example, it didn't, I'm listening back nowadays to artists from, let's say from Queen and, and Led Zeppelin back from the seventies that to me were, I hate to say it out loud right now, but they were like noise to me back then. Mm -hmm. And now I'm fascinated and just riveted by the, the musicianship of the, the guitarists or you know, all of them. I mean, not, it takes more than just a guitarist, of course, or just the lead singer. It takes the entire group, just like it does in an orchestra. But here in the Hill Country, there's so much music. And you could be, it can be a fiddler, doesn't matter. They are an artist in their own right. Uh, it's incredible. I, I, I'm, I feel like a kid again, watching a whole new world open up before my eyes. Yeah. 
And I guess I think about it, the association with also you know, sculptors, painters, uh, craftsmen, uh, all sorts of you know, creative artists in that oh, little yeah. triangle, Kerrville, Austin, San Antonio, it's all yeah. in there, right? I'm so glad you brought that up. I was at a seminar last week in San Antonio for business owners, and it was held at the Western Art Museum in San Antonio, Texas, which I had walked by before. I'd never really paid attention while well, I was there for two days looking at these sculptures, incredible sculptures that, that are out there in their garden. And it made me realize how big it doesn't matter what your niche is. Step out of your niche and look at someone else's. And this Western art from cowboys and buffaloes and you know uh, Indians, just it's a whole different world. But mind open, it just opened my mind to, to new things. So I loved it. It was great. That's great. Well, Jane, what a terrific conversation. I've really enjoyed our time together. And I guess as we land here, you know, to summarize a little bit. You work with so many business owners, small businesses, creative individuals who are, you know, running uh, an enterprise. What, what should we leave them with as a, here's the way to really grow, but also protect your creativity? You know, I've found so far, we're only in January, but this year I, I have a word for the year and that's embrace meaning whatever I'm doing, I want to embrace that. And I suggest that to everyone in whatever business or realm of life they are. And I, I, I would even take that to say the stay-at-home mother. That is a huge job, right? And whatever niche you're in, embrace it. And more and more people are talking about feeling. Feel it. Feel what it is that you want to do. And know that in order to get there, there are things that you have to have in line to do it. it you don't just jump from one place to another. So whether you're doing all these things yourself or you have someone helping you, pull it all together and get all of the, if you will, all the ducks in a row so that you can really do what it is that you love to do. I love that. So the word of the year, embrace. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> well, Jane, thanks so much for a great conversation. Really enjoyed having you as my guest. And listeners, what, what great insight uh, from Jane's experience, not only her own personal experience, but her working with so many other businesses, is to you know organize your thinking, get your work uh, organized to publish, produce, record, whatever medium it is you work for. But also be sure you dot the I's and cross the T's, get these legal issues uh, all in order. And you can do that with a service like uh, Jane is talking about here, Legal Shield. But even no matter what, get it taken care of. So my guest has been Jane Lehman from San Antonio, Texas. She is a small business solutions specialist for Legal Shield. So Thank come back again next time, uh, listeners, and we'll get more insight from our experts' experience. We'll learn more tools and formulas and methods. And most of all, we'll get the inspiration and connections and opportunities to get your work out into the world. Until next time, I'm Mark Stenson. We're unlocking your world of creativity. All the best. Unlocking your world of creativity. With Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021.